Hello there. Today I'd like to um, introduce a uh, discussion on a topic that is very important to most of you. And most of you engage in this particular activity as on a regular basis and benefit from it. And that is the activity of reading. You know, I did not read until I got into my junior year in college. Maybe a book here and a book there, but not very much reading whatsoever, other than what was required at school. But once I came into the junior year of college, something seemed to just bring reading into my life. And I started the process of reading books and articles and magazines and journals and a whole variety of kind of material that uh, enriched my life considerably, not only in my profession, but in my general knowledge of society and what's going on in our world today and history. And as I've read more over the years, history has become increasingly important. But I'd also like to indicate that reading biographies has become important, not only to me, but I think and I hope for you too. I was enthralled in reading the life of J.C. Penney. I picked up the book online and... Uh, and had great experience in tapping into his life and his experience and what made J.C. Penney a great man and how he formed a great company. Of course, as you know, I've enjoyed the readings of uh, and the writings of Jonathan Edwards. He's become my chosen historical figure. Uh, J.C. Penney and Jonathan Edwards have many things in common and uh, have enriched my life uh, considerably. Charles Spurgeon is another one that I've read considerably about and have enjoyed his life and have benefited from many of the ways of his life and how he lived his life and how he served his people as, his, as their pastor. And, of course, Martin Luther. Can't forget him. More recently, I've become acquainted with Martin Luther and some of his life and... Uh, and now I'm going to take a trip and enjoy uh, Germany from Martin Luther's perspective and walk the path of Martin Luther <clears throat> as he put the 95 Theses forward 500 years ago. So there are many, many men and women in our history that uh, beg for you to become acquainted with them and to make them part of your life. John Piper, many of you know of him, was in college, and in his college years, a professor told him, pick a man, pick a historical figure, and read about him and become an expert. Piper picked Jonathan Edwards. I picked Jonathan Edwards. I don't know which man you have, or woman you have picked, but take that advice. Find some historical figure that, that attracts you, enthralls you, and then become an expert on that particular uh, person. And read, and just read, and know, and communicate, and discuss with others this particular person. You know, you can read a lot of books if you read rapidly, and if you read consistently. <clears throat> if you read 15 minutes a day for a year, that's six days a week, you'll read about 17 books in a year. If you read 60 minutes a day for a year, six days a week, you'll read about 65 to 70 books a year. 
So if it's it's a matter of systematic reading and just doing it regularly, and you can accumulate an enormous amount of reading. Um, Forbes magazine uh, said this: If you can't absorb sixty words, six hundred words a minute, you're getting left behind. You know what the average college student reads? Three hundred words a minute. So we have far to go, but if you can read three hundred words, four hundred words, up to six hundred words a minute, you will have a skill in hand that you can attack the world through reading. Now, Spurgeon himself read uh, considerably. He would read five Puritan writers every week. He formed many of his sermons off of the Puritan writers that he had read during that particular week and uh, often formed uh, as many as five to ten to fifteen sermons a, a week, originals, that he would preach. So to have output, you got to have input. And uh, reading is the input. Reading is the way you enrich your life. You stimulate your life. You bring your life into the hands and into the world of someone else. John Haggai of the Haggai Institute in Atlanta, Georgia, has said this about reading. And I'll read you several quotes that he uh, came up with about reading. He said this, reading improves your mind and gives you the edge over the average person. It expands your knowledge. He also said, reading can elevate your life from the so-so to the excellent. And then he said, reading will keep your mind engaged while diverting it from negative thinking and worry. It's a good stress management technique, if you will. It's a good way to get out of a rut, out of a negative mindset that you might be in. Read somebody. Read about somebody. Read something. And get into that world. And get out of the world that's plaguing you. John Haggai also went on to say this. Reading will help keep your mental faculties sharp. Yielding you. Or shielding you. Shielding you from becoming stale. And he said reading opens your mind to new ways of thinking. It enlightens you to possibilities you once thought was not achievable. Reading can stimulate and excite your imagination as well as arouse your curiosity. Everything that exists can be found in a book. And then finally he said this, reading reduces your stress by taking your focus of attention off your worries. It's like a workout for the mind. So John Haggai had it right. He tapped into reading, and he himself is a ferocious reader, particularly of biographies. So he opens his world on a daily basis, beyond himself, beyond his apartment, beyond his home, beyond his office, beyond his staff, beyond his daily responsibilities and his concerns and his own worries. He enters the world of someone else and the world of ideas and the world of of exploration, the world of, uh, of um, going beyond the contemporary, going beyond the usual, going beyond the normal, and going beyond the here and now. So let yourself become a reader. Tap into the game of reading and share what you have read with others. Research has shown us that if you buy a book from a writer, you will share that book 
or something about that book with five other people. So in other words, an author reaches five people with every book that is sold. Maybe more, but that's what the average is according to research. So do that. Read and share what you read. Comment and explore the ideas with someone else and open up their life to what reading can bring into their life. You're the key, you know, to that. Well, anyway, this has been the Psychology Report. Nice to have you with me today. And uh, I refer you to my website. Here's a couple books for you. You can start out with these. Booksbyhedberg.com. Booksbyhedberg.com. Go ahead and pick up a book there and uh, begin the reading process. And then share it with someone else. And uh, make that part of your day. Make that part of your week. Make that part of the year ahead of you. And see if you can accumulate a number of books read by just reading on a systematic basis each day. Bye for now.